Recorded live. Good morning. Uh, welcome to the 21 days to refocus and reignite your relationship with God. We're having impact through fresh insight, and we are on day 21. Focus on what is your assignment. Um, I'm delighted that you're on this call in the chat, and I see people are continuing to come in to listen to this teaching. And uh, whenever you're listening to it, I'm just blessing you right now. Let the Lord's blessing be rich. You know, it makes rich. His blessing, the Lord's blessing, that's what comes to my mind right now. His, the word of God, you know, that his blessing, the blessing of the Lord makes you rich and it adds no sorrow to it. So let there be a richness and no sorrow that you'll be able to rejoice. And again, I say rejoice, rejoice in him and look to him and let him fill you up today to overflowing. Okay. So focus on what is your assignment. Well, this is Gabriella with Soaring Eagle Ministries. Um, if you'd like to contact me, you can always contact me through the email soaring887 at gmail.com or you could go to the website at soaringeagle.info and you can always sign up for the mailing list so we can stay connected and you could stay connect, connected to what is happening. Okay, let's go into the teaching. Um, I will be starting in Luke 4, verse 1 and 2. Okay, let me go there. Um, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them, he was hungry. Well, I want to focus on the part of that Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. So here is Jesus himself. He was baptized, water baptized by John the Baptist, um, and then he was driven by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. And he had to go through that time of testing and time of fasting where he was able to speak to the enemy every time he came with his lies. He always came with a little bit of the word of God filled with a whole bunch of lies. But uh, Jesus always answered him, it is written, it is written, it is written. Amen. That's it. And that's our ammunition for whatever comes down the pike that's trying to batter us, we can say it is written and then speak the word. Declare the word, pronounce the word, and let that be the end of it. Amen? So Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit, and that's where we need to be. We need to be filled with, ever filled with the Holy Spirit so we can really fulfill our assignments. We need to be filled, we need to be transformed, and we need to be seated in him in heavenly places, knowing and walking in that and being aware and conscious about who we are in Christ Jesus. And then, you know, we go out and, and huh, even if you're hungry, if you're thirsty, it, not in the physical, I'm talking about in the spiritual, we need to be hungry and thirsty for him and knowing what our assignment is. So we're going to delve right into that. Um, let's see, we'll go on into 
I'm going to go down into verse 14. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. Verse 15, he was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. See, Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. So he went to that time in the desert, in the wilderness. But, you know, God is preparing a table for us. The great shepherd is preparing a table for us in the wilderness, in the desert, in the presence of our enemies so we can feast at his table and we can receive from him. So we're filled and we are empowered by the Spirit of God and we're empowered by what the Lord is showing us. And he can release, you know, we we are receiving and we're seeing he can give you visions and dreams to know what your assignments are, to know what he has called you to do. And that is when you agree with him and you sit at his table and he's showing you things to come. You enter into his presence, Revelations 4. And I talk about that a lot. But this is the reality. That's our everyday reality. So we need, need to, to know our assignments. And that's what Jesus did. He knows. He knew exactly why he came. You know, because of the the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. I mean, he knew exactly that he had to fulfill, and he fulfilled everything that he was sent here to do. And so that's my heart. I want to fulfill everything that he has called me for in this hour, in this lifetime, in my generation so, um, you know, the teaching in the synagogue that he did, he did it by the Spirit of God. He did it by by knowing exactly what he needed to release at the, at the, at the timing. And that's important for us to know that we are so aware what the Spirit is doing, that we're so aware what my assignment is. Sometimes I need to be quiet. Sometimes I need to speak. But I need to have that discernment and we've been speaking about discernment a lot lately. I have at least. And so we need to exercise our senses and to discern between good and evil and what timing I'm in and what I need to do and where I need to say yes and where I need to say no. So it's it's going back to where I was teaching about living truly, that there is truth in our inward parts and we know our assignment, we know our gifting, for instance. I've done a lot of teaching. One series of teaching I did was finding a place in the kingdom of God. And um, that's also likened unto Ephesians 4. And I want to go into Ephesians 4. And it's about the unity in the body of Christ. You know, we're the body of Christ. We're also part of the kingdom of God. And we're also sons and daughters of the Most High God. So there's so many different... We're the house of God, the living house of God. We're living stones built up into the house of God. So there's we're the field of God. So there's all these different analogies and um, that he's brought to us. So we have a visual of what he's trying to do. But as the unity in the, you know, we need the unity in the body of Christ because he is the head of the body and we have different places in the body. You might be an eye, I might be the toe, 
doesn't matter what you are. It's not important than anyone else. You just are doing your purpose and your part and your assignment in the body of Christ. So, and we also know in Ephesians 4 that Jesus Christ, when he went into heaven, um, he released gifts to the body. And, um, you know, we are, the gifts are the fivefold ministry. And, uh, so we have the fivefold ministry, the apostles, the prophets, the teacher, the pastor, the evangelists. And they are there to train up the children of God, you know, to, to equip them and to train them and to release them to do the work of ministry. So this is powerful. Um, you know, and this will all continue. You know, their responsibility, again, is to equip but this will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. And that is in Ephesians 4, starting in verse 13. Um, you can start in verse 11. But it's important to know that we continue, that we need to uh, build ourselves up the whole body that we mature in the Lord all together that we have a greater knowledge of God's Son Jesus Christ and that there is a unity of faith because we're fitly joined okay so we're measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ together so that's why you need to know your assignment. That's not. That's why you need to know where you linked in, where you fitly joined. And then in verse 14, and I'm still in Ephesians 4, now in verse 14, then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. And I've seen that. I've seen that there's so many Christians that are tossed to and fro and they're blown about by every wind of new teaching. And I know the new teaching is exciting and there's nothing wrong to get the new teachings. Well, for, for God, nothing is new, but for us, it's new teaching, it's a new wording, it's new cat, catchy phrases, and, and that's all good. But don't be blown about, be stabilized, be fixed on Christ Jesus, built on him, you know, on the true foundation, Jesus Christ. And then we built on that, like Paul was preaching, he said, you know, the, the foundation has to be on Christ Jesus. And then as wise master builder, we'll build on that foundation, that strong foundation, that rock you know, he's the rock, and he is the uh, cornerstone, Christ Jesus. So we're building on that foundation, and then, you know, we can take in and we can pray about new teaching. We can ask the Lord for insight and be like the Bereans and check it out for ourselves, okay? So let me continue in verse 14. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies, so clever, they sound like the truth, you know. This is what we learn in the wilderness. This is what Jesus walked through in that wilderness. And I just spoke about it, that we need to know the word says, you know, the Bible says. And uh, all right, verse 15, instead, we will speak the truth in love, the truth 
in love. We need to speak the truth. We need to know the truth. You know, if we are his true disciples, Jesus said, you will remain in my word and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. So if we know the truth, then we can speak it in love. We need to know that we are in love and that we speak the truth to others. Growing in every way more and more like Christ. This is what I want, that we all grow up into Christ, that I'm, I'm more like Jesus every day. I'm growing, I'm maturing, and the rest of the body that I'm part of. And he is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly, fitly joined. He makes it, and he's building. You know, Jesus said, I am building my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So he's building his church. He's building his body. He's building his spiritual house. Amen. And you're part of that. Isn't that exciting? Blessed are you. And even the marriage supper of the Lamb, you could look forward to that because you are part of the bride of Christ. Hallelujah. So you are blessed. But he makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. Hallelujah. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. love. And when you're full of love, you also live as children of light, that we are in the light as he is in the light And then we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all unrighteousness. That's 1 John 1. And it's a powerful scripture. So we've got to live as children of light, knowing that we have, you know, we have been translated out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. So I just want to stay right around here that as each part does its own special work. So what is your own special work? I mean, first of all, we minister to him first. And I think about the priesthood, the Levites, they were ministering unto the Lord, but there was a time where they kind of went away and they ministered to people more than they ministered to the the Lord. And the Sadak priesthood, and you can look that up in the Bible. I, this is just coming to me, and I'm not sure about where exactly it is in the Old Testament right now. But um, the Sadak priesthood, they did not turn away from the Lord. They kept their focus on him first, and they ministered to the Lord first. So we've always got to keep that in mind. My, per, my part first and foremost, is to worship him, to minister to him. And then out of that season, out of that time spent with him, then I can go and minister to others. Because, I, you know, if I'm not filled up, if, if I have not been with the Lord, if I have not been with the giver of life, then there's nothing I can give. And apart from him, I can do nothing. So I'm very attached to him. I'm clinging on to him in a good way. <laughs> and I am, you know, I, I could do my part after I, I could do my part and I grow in it as I focus on him first. And it helps to other, it helps the other parts to grow. When I do that, 
and I know more. This is why we're doing this fresh inside. This is this is all about having an impact. You know, when I know and I have that fresh insight and, and I know exactly what my purpose is. And even today, I've spent, the, I've spent time with the Lord and that's when he released me to do this recording. And I'm confident it's, that whatever I'm speaking today is straight from him. It's what he has placed within me and what he has stirred up and fanned to flames this morning. So this is the release of that. And so I want to encourage you. It might be mornings. It might be nighttime. I don't know when you have your time with him. But make sure every day, every second, you're first looking to him and you minister to him. And then then out of that, so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. And I want to add light the light of Christ, you know, that we are so full of the love of Christ and that we are truly the light of the world and the salt of the earth because, and then with the whole body, when we're all healthy, you know, when the body is not functioning, when the body is sick, when, you know, there's the body of Christ right now, it seems like I've heard years ago and I'm not, no, I don't know what the percentage is right now, Worldwide, but it seemed like only twenty percent of the entire body of Christ was really functioning and moving in their part in their special work. So um, only twenty percent—that's not enough. Then you, the body is lacking, and so if everyone does their part, and then whole body is healthy. Amen. We we um, fitly joined and we minister to one another and then we become healthy and whole, the so-so, full of healing and we release healing to one another and minister to one another. We're growing and we're full of love and because we we minister to one another and speak truth in love to one another, then it's it's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful way to showcase the body of Christ, the wholeness and the wellness of Christ to the world. Amen? So, um, you know, in the book that I have written on day 21, um, he does give us a clear vision of his specific path for our life. And, um, you know, after time of prayer, fasting, what we're doing right now and the focusing, we have a more defined understanding of the part we have in the body of Christ and a greater sense of our particular spiritual gifting. And that's in 1 Corinthians 12. It talks about the gifting of the Holy Spirit. So, um, again, I encourage people to focus on that as well, praying about it. You're already moving, you know. You 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 may not realize that the Lord's going to make it known to you, and He's going to highlight what is already in you, what you've already been moving in. You know, sometimes we look to other people in the body of Christ, and like, oh, I want, I want to have all these visions and dreams, like so and so, and I want this and I want that, and I don't really see in the spirit. And then I I talk to you know, to the people, certain ones, and I'm, I'm asking them, you know, what do you see? What do you do? What, what's the Lord showing you? And then all of a sudden, they tell me all sorts of things. He's showing me that, and some, some of them they might be intercessors, and they get 
downloads from the Lord or they see faces to pray for or continents or cities, whatever. And I'm like, well, there it is. This is your assignment. There it is. God is showing you. God is speaking to you. It's probably different than your neighbor or different than the next one that you fitly join together. But we all need to be different. We're all different. We made different and we see things differently because God has done a specific work in us. So it's it's good to be free from um, looking to, towards the others and trying to mimic or trying to be an echo of someone else that always leads us into a temptation, to temptation to think we're less than someone else and unless we're moving like that person, um, then we're, we're less. We, we're really not um, um, measuring up. That's the word that I was looking for, measuring up. And that's such a fallacy. That's such a lie of the enemy. You are perfect. You're wonderfully and fearfully made by God. And he knitted you together in your mother's womb and all the giftings, all the talent, even your personality. He has put it in there. It's not that it doesn't have to be refined. Of course, my personality has to be refined. And that is that walking through and the sanctification that I need to walk out. But I am me. And so I want to live truly and be who God has called me to be and to be that part in the body of Christ, okay? We're walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, that is essential to accomplish the assignments we have been given. It always is by the power of the Holy Spirit. And, uh, And he's equipping us to not only know him, but to also walk in his power. So this is power. This is amazing what the Lord is doing. Now we have the power of the Holy Spirit to boldly minister and proclaim, because the Spirit of the Lord is upon us and in us to preach the good news, to proclaim freedom, healing, deliverance, and and the year of the Lord's favor. Um, you know, I would like for you to ponder this one thing: Are you walking in the Spirit and living in God's purposes for your life? And uh, so write down what God is speaking to you. Write it down. Make it plain. Keep it before you so you can always go back to it and and ponder on it. Meditate on the word. He may just give you different scriptures. And so I encourage you to just keep looking back at these scriptures and let the Lord give you more and more insight. May the Lord continue to show you what your assignments are and how to proclaim the good news to the poor, and how to proclaim freedom to the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind. And that's for each other, that we can see and we're not blind, that we're enlightened to see, and that we have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ Jesus, to set the oppressed free. So when we see and we're free and we're filled with the spirit, this is what we do. We set others free. And we proclaim the year of the favor of the Lord. There's always favor. We walk in God's favor. You know, we don't even have to pray about that. You can proclaim every day that this is the year, this is the time of the favor of God because you have been given the favor of God and you could just walk it out, you know. This is how you make an impact. You know, it's a fact that 
our words, if you think about it, your words, your declaration, your decrees that you make um, have tremendous eternal impact. It's an eternal impact, not just temporary. It's eternal what's happening. You know, God's word through our mouth produces a mighty impact in the world around us. So keep declaring the word of the Lord as he's giving it to you. As you know, this is what he's releasing through you. And then you bring forth those words and the word of the Lord, you know, it's, it's, it's issued forth out of the mouth of God and it will, re- will not return void, but it will accomplish everything that it has been sent out to accomplish. Amen. In 2 Corinthians 2, 14 and 15, it says, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are perishing. Glory, 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 glory. Now thanks be to God. I, you know, I started to really thank God this morning. I just kept thanking Jesus. I kept thanking the Holy Spirit. I kept thanking the Father. There's such power in being thankful. And so to know that he always leads us in triumph in Christ Jesus, no matter what you are encountering, he is leading you into triumph through Christ. And that you are diffuse, you're diffusing the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. So your fragrance, the fragrance of Jesus Christ is on us. And everywhere we go, we this is part of your assignment. This is part of what he's called you to do, is to release the proclamations and the decrees and the declaration and release the word of the Lord, but also the fragrance. Be conscious about, be aware that you, wherever you go, you release the fragrance, the aroma of Christ Jesus, the fragrance of his knowledge, glory be to God, in every place, every place you go, you are, you are just like a diffuser, a Holy Spirit diffuser. I diffuse essential oils in my house all the time, in my car. I love the fragrance, the different fragrance, frankincense, for instance, myrrh, all of the one that is in the Bible, and there is just such a powerful fragrance. And, you know, can you imagine? These are things that God created, the essential oils. But here is the it's Christ Jesus, his fragrance is in us and through us is being transformed through us or transported, so to speak, through us. It's manifested. Oh, hallelujah. You know, this... This scripture speaks of the impact we have by manifesting the fragrance of his knowledge wherever we go. Hallelujah. We can leave a deposit behind. And most of all, we are to God the fragrance of Christ. And that is what we, um, for we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are perishing. Hallelujah. We can bring life and uh, revelation knowledge into people's lives. Now, this con- con- constitutes a powerful impact, doesn't it? So I leave you with that. This is, this is the end of day 21, and I'm thanking everyone that, who's been part of this. If you'd like to go through it again uh, every so often, 
It's something customary that I do at the beginning of the year. Entire churches have joined by doing this impact through Fresh Insight, and it's been powerful because there's always more. It doesn't get stale. It doesn't get old. But there's always a fresh wind blowing in the Holy Spirit. And I just want to release that fresh breath. You know, just like Jesus Christ was breathing upon his disciple, receive the Holy Spirit and that fresh breath that's coming upon us right now. And I thank the Lord for this opportunity. And uh, God bless you richly. And again, thank you for being part of this. God bless.